What's up, everybody? My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages that you're following online through TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, sorry, just trying to make sure I've got this all going. Still, still trying to figure out, make sure I do these live stream things correctly. Got to oh, fix the hat there. Got to show off the uh, Vegas Golden Knights logo. Proud. Lia, loud and proud, of course. Stanley Cup champs. I feel like I gotta fix my camera a little there. Anyways, uh, like I was saying, let's try this introduction again. What's up, everybody? My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages that you're following online through. Let's go through the whole list here. <clears throat> through Facebook, Twitter, um, obviously the podcast the youtube the instagram the tiktok there is a patreon page out there as well could really use your guys support on that patreon.com forward slash jazz nation um, right now up there on that patreon page it is six dollars to join the patreon page really appreciate the support on that um gets exclusive interviews right now we have our exclusive interview with walker kessler up there um yeah, so look, really, I'm, I'm trying to get some more interviews lined up. You know, we had one lined up, unfortunately, had to reschedule, so we're going to get that rescheduled, but uh, trying to get some other ones lined up here. You, It's kind of hard. You don't realize how hard it is to get those things lined up until uh, you're trying to do it, but it's all good. I know it'll all work out here eventually, but anyways, uh, I thought I would try something new. You know, um, yesterday I sent out a tweet to David Locke, and I feel like a lot of you people on Twitter saw that too and kind of were were uh were agreeing with it but long story short i just said to david lock on twitter i was like you know respect you for doing the daily podcast but can you maybe hit the the mute on your microphone when you're taking a drink because because that thing that just kind of irritates the crap out of me and i'm apparently i'm not the only one so um anyways i, I after i said that, i was like why don't i do it daily like I, I i could do it daily so that's what i'm gonna see if i can try and do so that's just what we're doing here um calling it jazz nation daily hopefully i can come through with you guys some daily jazz nation updates um it's it's thursday what is the exact date here terrible dates thursday june 15th that means we're one week away from the nba draft folks one week away that means things are about to pick up with the mock drafts even heavier as a matter of fact right when i was getting ready to log in i noticed there's a new mock draft we got to talk about it because it's amazing Two, the trade rumors are going to get crazy and just people getting upset when I say things on Twitter and all the other social networks at me. It's going to get crazy. And uh, let's just start there. Yesterday was a fun day for me. You know, let me just kind of back up and say, for those that don't know, I've been running this. Let's see if I got my microphone in a good spot. This Jazz Nation thing since the day Darren Williams got traded. That's how long I've been doing this thing. And... Um, that's a long time. I'm just really quickly was trying to think of how long it's been. It's been so long that Darren's not even in the league anymore. And Chris Paul, who was also in that draft is like barely still in the league. It feels like, so that's how long I've been doing it. And in that whole time of doing that, you know, I've learned a lot of things on my own. I've been, I've done it basically this whole thing all on my own. And I've learned that I can't make everyone happy. You know, I'll say some things out there. I'll put I'll put some jazz news out there that I think is like cool. I want to put this out there. People are gonna to want to know this, and it gets no traction. 
And then I'll put something else out there that I'm just like, this is just, this is stupid. This is whatever. And it just goes crazy with traction. That's, that's just how social media works. So, you know, can't please everyone. Can't make everyone happy. Uh, case in point to that was yesterday. There was a, um, let's let me make sure I get the source, the source of this information correct here. Let me hurry and pull up something. Please hold. From NBA Central on Twitter that put out saying betting favorites to land notable players. And the moment I saw this tweet and this information, I was like, well, this is total stupidity, but it would be fun. Let's put this out there and let's just see. I, sometimes I put things out there just to see how, because I know that it's just going to come, it's going to equal insane, funny comments, which sometimes, sometimes are the funnest. Like yesterday was fun. And sometimes it can just bring out the rudest to people. And sometimes I really don't understand people that just go absolute crazy over social media posts, but it is what it is. Anyways, this post was saying things like LeBron James favored to sign with them, go to the Mavericks. Dame Lillard to the Heat, James Harden to the Rockets, Irving to the Lakers. The one that involving the Jazz that just blew everyone's mind was Draymond Green to the Utah Jazz. And in the post, I even put, um, yes, I'm 100% about it. The Jazz need a vet who isn't scared to get into it. Make it happen, Justin and Danny. Oh, man, did that just result in some of the funnest comments. It was just so much fun. And like I said, you know, you know, people, you got to understand, you know, I, I, I got to post things like that sometimes because, like I said, it gains traction and traction equals more followers, which makes the page better, which means possible more interviews with players, interviews with such and such, you know, just more things. So, you know, when you see me do posts like that, it's all in good fun, folks. Don't take it too serious. It's just is what it is. You know, that's just enjoy it. Also, you know, yesterday included a, uh, a report that the Washington Wizards are looking to shop Bradley Bill. I put that out there saying, hey, should the Utah Jazz be interested in getting Bradley Bill? I would say 96.3% of the response was no. As a matter of fact, it also got um, replies from like local jazz beat writers, like a Tony Jones who absolutely said absolutely no. And uh, Salt Lake Tribune uh, beat writer Eric was like, no. And then gave me like a, a clip of his article saying he had already done like an article explaining why the jazz should absolutely not be interested in bills. So um, yeah, it's just all in good fun. That's just take those kind of things as what they are. They're all in good fun. Don't go too crazy with it. Um, also yesterday we get the news that I, I got to pat myself on the back here. Let's see if I can reach and do it. Oh, that uh, I, I kind of, you know, foresaw this. Well, let's just say I, I was hopeful for it, and it seems like my hope my hopefulness was granted. Um, Woj dropped a bomb on us yesterday on a tweet saying, Utah Jazz center Walker Kessler has committed to play for Team USA's FIBA World Cup team this summer in the Philippines. Um, and then right after that, Tony Jones of The Athletic um, also confirmed the information. And this was something very interesting. So this is then his next tweet was saying, which I actually thought was going to be for, I didn't actually expect Walker. I'm honest. Take my pat back a little bit. I didn't actually expect Walker to make the actual team that's going to play in the world cup. I thought he would be perfect to go down on the select team. And for those that don't know, the select team is basically, usually it's a bunch of the younger players that go down um, to Las Vegas, which is where team USA typically trains and plays something like their preseason games, if you call them or exhibition games. And the select team basically is like there to help them in practices and warm up and things like that. It's almost like, you know, a training camp team. They're there basically to help them um, 
get ready for the World Cup or in other times the Olympics and things like that. And then if for every freakishly reason someone gets injured, you know, sometimes they'll pull a player from that select team up to the main roster team to play. So, um, but um, Tony Jones has said that originally Walker was just going to be on that select team, but I guess he got the call up. So congratulations to Walker Kessler. He will be playing in the uh, FIBA World Cup, which starts in, I believe, toward late August. He will join other jazz men who will also be representing their teams in FIBA World Cup, including Laurie Markkinen for Finland, um, Jordan Clarkson, who will be playing for Philippines, who's the hosting um, country of that. So that's awesome for him. Kelly Olenek for Canada and Simone Fagecchio for Italy. So uh, some jazz players getting a chance to go out and represent their country. Hopefully, you know, we, we saw what that did for marketing last year he came back from playing for finland then and was just a beast last season so hopefully that helps out all those players and they come back amazing unless unless for some dumb reason clarson's no longer on the jazz and then hopefully it doesn't make him any better <laughs> so i gotta be a little evil on that um also so like i said oh some other uh, other kind of breaking jazz news this week is they released the schedule the official schedule for this year's Salt Lake City Summer League. I got to tell you, man, that's coming. I mean, the first game is July 3rd. We're we're already under a month from that, and they're just barely releasing the schedule for it. It kind of seems crazy to me, but um, it is what it is. Um, first game will be on July 3rd. So we the, there's only four teams in the Salt Lake Summer League, and we've got the Memphis Grizzlies, the 76ers, the Thunder, and, of course, the Utah Jazz. So... Um, it starts out on July 3rd, Grizzlies versus 76ers, and then the Thunder versus the Jazz. Obviously, then they take July 4th off. Next game would be on July 5th. We start off with the Grizzlies versus the Thunder, and then the 76ers versus the Jazz. And to cap it off, July 6th, it's the Thunder versus 76ers and the Grizzlies versus the Jazz. Um, kind of kind of some breaking news kind of here for the Jazz Nation side of things. Uh, me and my podcast assistant to the host, Mr. Will Wonder. We uh, we are, got the invite from the Jazz folks to attend this year's Summer League. And uh, we're actually going to be able to go there and ask some questions. So we're going to go around and ask some trivia questions. So if you're at Summer League and you see my beautiful face, or I, I don't know if we're going to be able to take a sign with us or whatever, we'll try and do our best to make it obvious that we're looking for people. But we're going to do some trivia, some Jazz trivia there and surprises and stuff like that. So... Uh, looking for ways to get some content for the pages. So if you feel like if, if you're going to be at uh, Salt Lake Summer League and you feel like I am smart with all my jazz knowledge and trivia stuff, that here's going to be your chance to prove it and uh, possibly win the prizes. So um, check us out at Salt Lake City Summer League. We will be there live and in person. Oh, speaking of live and in person, as I mentioned, one week from today, obviously the NBA draft. Um you would know, oh uh, some other kind of I guess breaking news. Let's kind of all over the place here, but some more breaking news, if you will. Last night it kind of became official. You know there was there was everyone was I think you know they haven't really done this for a while, obviously because the coronavirus shutdown all that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of us were hopeful that they were going to have a draft party this year. And for those that don't know, um, back in the days, if you will, about a few years ago, as a matter of fact for the camera here i'll kind of see if i can pan over but this little program right here with trey burke on it is from the utah jazz draft party that they did when was this when was trey burke 2013 so that's kind of a way to tell you there for those that are watching visually right now um 
but they they used to do these draft parties at the arena um and it was just a way for fans to come and watch the nba draft um you know typically like the jazz bear was there jazz dancers it was just fun it was kind of a cool it was a free event so you know we love free events and we're all about them free events and it was just a cool way for jazz fans to get together and watch the draft and kind of um, respond to things that was going on there it was cool it was cool it was fun uh unfortunately you know i think a lot of us thought hey this year we got three first round picks you know the delta center's back this is you know it'd be a perfect time to get excited you know summer league's coming up it just a, it would be a cool time to do that well unfortunately officially last night it came out that there will not be a draft party um sorry everyone that was looking for that however don't you worry your jazz nation folks here i've got you covered well unfortunately i don't have you covered so um i will be out of town and unavailable the night of the nba draft <laughs> I, I'm actually going to San Jose with my wife to see a concert. We're going to see Blink-182. You know, I bought these tickets when they first went on sale. feels like ages ago. You know how that works. Sometimes you buy tickets, and as it gets closer, you start realizing, like, oh, crap. Did we buy these tickets on mom's birthday? Oh, we're going to be out of town for such and such. Oh, crap, you know. So, anyways, long story short, I will not be available, but the assistant to the host, Mr. Will Wonder, will be available, and he will be hosting a live stream broadcast, kind of like I'm doing right now if you're watching this on the video. Um, so you'll be able to watch the NBA draft with Will Wonder. He's going to have guests with him as well speaking about it, and they're just going to kind of go, you know, when breaking news happens, things like that, they'll talk about it. You'll be able to get on and chat with him during the whole NBA draft. So... I mean, it's just a it's just a cool way to interact. I mean, that's a cool way to interact. I mean, there's not the there's not going to be the NBA draft party at the Jazz Arena, so this is your option. This is your plan B. It may not be your your, your number one plan, but you know what? I I guarantee my man, Mister Will Wonder, is going to do a great job with that. And if at all possible, I will do my best to chop you know jump on and talk some things as well. Uh, so yeah, one week from today, NBA draft, there will be a live stream with Mr. Will Wonder of the Jazz Nation podcast to speak that with y'all. All right. Enough of all that kind of up-to-date news and all that such. Let's talk mock drafts because that's our favorite thing to do, right? And rumors and things like that. Um, you know, this week there's been kind of um, – I, I say this all the time and I'll say it again. You know, as we get closer to the NBA draft – especially a draft like this for the Utah Jazz. You know, when you have three first-round picks, there's going to be a lot of rumors concerning trades, and I think a lot of fans are just wanting, wondering about trades and if we can move up and such and such. Well, I think there's been a lot more insights of what the Jazz are and aren't going to be able to do this year. As far as, you know, I know for leading up to about this week, there was a lot of chatter among Jazz Nation fans and things like that about you know, it came out that the Portland was shopping the third pick. Well, let's move up. Let's get that third pick. Well, now it's come out that the, the, the Blazers asking price is crazy high. Tony Jones of the athletic was on a, I believe it was yesterday with ESPN 700 local ESPN radio station with an interview. And he got asked if about the third pick. And he basically said that the Blazers asking price is just way too high. Don't just do not, do not, do not even give that any kind of, thought anymore jazz fans don't worry about that and then going along with that i guess there is chatter right now about the pelicans apparently really are into scoot and want to add scoot and they are so into scoot that they're actually willing to trade 
I got, I've heard, I believe I've seen different reports that it's either for the number two pick or the number third. I guess it really just depends what the Hornets are going to do. I mean, um, but the Pelicans are apparently offering like Brandon Ingram or even Zion to get one of those picks and get Scoot. So that just tells you like the 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 level of player that those picks would need. I mean, you know, I was saying before the Jazz would have to trade Laurie Markkinen to get the number third pick and. It was very interesting. I think I did a post or tweet and things about that a couple days ago, pretty recently about that. And it was so funny because on Twitter, I was getting so much hate and how could you do that from jazz fans? And you are so stupid to even think that. And then I got a couple of people from Portland side. They're just like, this trade is dumb. There's, this is not even close enough for what it would take. And I, if I recall right off the top of my head, it was that the jazz would trade, Laurie Marketing, the ninth pick, and I think the 28th pick, maybe it was actually the 16th pick, to Portland for the number third pick, and then like Anthony Simons and some other stuff. I think it was just kind of maybe the Jazz were swapping picks and things like that. Um, but yeah, Portland was like, no way, that's not even close to enough. The the Portland fans were that. So it was it was very interesting, the <laughs> the level of that. And, um, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to around that with something I wanted to kind of maybe finish on when we get to that point. But um, it was very interesting. Just the jazz fans were so anti. How dare you even bring up Laurie Marketing as an as a possible trade? And he's pure gold. And again, you know, I got people saying the 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 magical word. He's untradeable. And I have to every time I get that anymore, I have to reply to them and tell them, you, you know, you really wouldn't trade him for Luca. You wouldn't trade him for this. You wouldn't trade him for that. And I have to say it again, there is at this current time, there is nobody on the Utah Jazz roster that is untradeable. And I say that in the NBA, in the whole league itself, players that are untradeable are super duper thin. I mean, at this moment, at just off the top of my head, Joker, he's probably untradeable. I don't think Denver would trade him for anybody right now. Um, you know, you also used to be able to say Giannis is untouchable, but is he? I mean, is he? I, I guess right now he's still untouchable, but I honestly, I don't know. If the Bucks have another season like they did last year, and we're talking one year from now in that offseason, is it crazy to think that at that time Giannis might be like, you know, guys, I've loved what we've done here in Milwaukee, but it's time to for something. Who knows? I mean, think about a couple of years ago. It was crazy to think that Kevin Durant was going to want out of Thunder. Or was it? I don't know. But it's just, you know, we're in a whole different the point is, is that the league is so different now. Players never stay with teams the whole time. I wish, you know, I can say this a million times, but I just wish Jazz fans would understand the years of like the Stockton Malones. It's it's so over. It's so far gone. Um, I mean, even like the time. I think I think the Darren Williams era of those type of players were like the first players coming in of like you know it's time out with the old and the new. Players need to have more say in things and. Um, I, I, I feel like the league's kind of finally, you know, it's all kind of, it, it may not make people fans happy and stuff like that. It, it's just the way the league is. And I think there's a lot of jazz fans that are still stuck in the past with that. And, you know, I, I, I do live here in Salt Lake city. So I do know that unfortunately sometimes Utah times is a little slower when it comes to catching up on things. So this is something we, we, we just need to catch up on folks. It just is what it is. Players just don't stick around with teams the whole time. They, they move around. So that was a long one, long, long way of saying there is nobody, nobody on the Utah jazz right now that is untradeable. Anybody could be traded for the right person. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying they're getting traded right now. I'm just saying, 
There is nobody that's untradeable at this time. Anyways, let's get back to some draft talk. Um, as I said earlier, there was right as I was logging in, there was a new mock draft that uh, came from The Athletic from Sam Evicini. Probably saying that wrong. Oh, anyways, as also speaking of The Athletic and the Sam bro, yesterday he released a draft guide. It is amazing. I mean, if you want to really feel like you're ready for the NBA draft next week, I would highly, highly, highly recommend and encourage you to check out this draft guide from The Athletic um, that dropped yesterday. It's seriously like, I mean, it's like I almost, I, don't, I didn't get a chance to go through the whole thing. It is long and depth and great. Some really good information on all the players. He, he they, let me just, man, I am so bouncing all over, but um, in the, in there, he does like tiers, um, which is, I love when people do that. Cause it's kind of like, you know, giving us, it just makes it easier to understand where players should be at and things like that. Oh, where is that tiers? Sorry, folks. Here it is. Okay. So obviously in tier one is Wemby. He's in his own tier. He's amazing, whatever. Tier two was projectable all-star upside. This is the order of this tier. Cam Whitmore, Brandon Miller, and Amon Thompson. Tier three. Now these are all players. All that I'm not going to go through the ho- a whole list of tiers, but these are basically the ones that I thought were jazz-worthy kind of in that ninth pick range and such. Tier three, high leverage starters. In order again, we have... Um, Walker, Hendricks, Black, Asir Thompson. Tier four, starter slash all-star tool swings. In order again, Lively the second, Bufkin, Colbley. I've got to figure out if I'm saying that right. It's a, it's a guy that's playing with Wimby over there in France. Leonard Miller, Kaysen Wallace, Huchifino, and Grady Dick. So the thing that I found very interesting in this tiers is that they're in tier two, you got Cam Whitmore above Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller, that is apparently going to be, you know, second pick or third pick. Um, I feel like people are. I, I I've been saying this for a while. As far as my big my draft board for the Jazz, I'm all I've I've been all in on Cam Whitmore. I feel like he's I've said it a few times. Say it again. I feel like Cam Whitmore. His body looks like he's NBA ready. When you watch him, obviously you know that you got to take these workout videos that you see on Twitter or on YouTube with a grain of salt because obviously they're only going to release footage of them making all their shots. They're not, they're not going to show videos of them not understanding a play that maybe they're at, you know what I mean? It's, they're only going to show the good stuff. So, but to me, he just, he just seems NBA ready. I mean, I, I just really look at like, as weird as this might sound to some of you, you got to look at their body. Like some of these guys, like the look at, they're still so skinny and, you just got to look at him as a project. I mean, think back to when the Jazz drafted Rudy Gobert, right? When he came in, he was tall and skinny, and you looked at him and you go like, well, that guy's body doesn't look very NBA ready. Well, he worked on it. He put in the work and got it ready, and then he got to let us. I'm saying Cam Whitmore, his body is ready. To, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star in his first year, but his first year is probably going to be, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to help your team, I feel like, right away. That's what I, that's my feeling I get from that. And then watching the videos of him making all the shots, because again, they're only going to show me the good, the good, plays that he can do but that's just my feeling on cam Whitmore. i mean my my biggest want and i i don't know if or how the jazz can do it but if they are able to move up and get cam Whitmore, i would be so happy that would that would make me so happy um so i found that very interesting on there um also you know the other interesting thing is that 
you know, for this tier four, which is like the tier four, which is kind of like the jazz 16th pick. And if they, you know, I, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the jazz, like in that, the, the French guy, the Kulbli. If my feeling is that the jazz really do like him, they're going to have to move up. He is not going to be there at 16. So that, you know, there's been a lot of, is there, are the jazz going to be able to trade and move up? You know, I, my gut feeling says they're staying, they'll have to stay at nine because the asking prices to move up are going to be so hard. Again, I would love for them to move up and get Cam Wilmore. I hope I'm wrong on that. Gut feeling says they stay at nine draft there. But then I think they would, you know, if there is going to be trade, it's going to be able to trade like the 16, 28th and maybe something else to move up places. If there's one of these players they want there, you know, a lot of other talk uh, recently has been the Jazz are really, you know, I mentioned the French guy there, but they've also apparently really been high on the guy from, um, Oh, why am I drawing a blank? The the George guy, the guard, Keontae George, right? Where Butler? Is it Butler? No, I'm thinking Butler because Jared Butler went there. Man, that feels dumb that I can't think of that right now. Anyways, if you're watching this and you know what I'm, what it should be, get, leave me a comment so you I can see it real quick. Uh, apparently, the Jazz are really high on them. Obviously, anyone that watches like uh, Locked On Jazz, David Locke has been really high on Buffkin from Michigan. He's also been high on Case and Wallace. Case and Wallace, I feel like is his his draft stock is going up right now too. I feel like in some recent st- draft mock drafts, he's you know, it used to be you'd see him, you know, as high as 10 and then as low as 16. Now it seems like the lowest I see him going is like 12 and he's sticking in that 10 to 12 range. So, I think that's another player that if the Jazz are high on um, and apparently, I, I I believe I heard or saw that they are they have just recently or are about to do a workout with Casey Wallace. So, um, I guess we'll see. I I, I like Casey Wallace. What I I've seen from his stuff and heard him talking and things like that. I I would love for the. That's another thing I would say. You know, if the Jazz pick ninth, say they get the the guy that everyone's falling in love with for the Jazz at ninth. You know, um, Hendricks Taylor Hendricks out of Central Florida. If the Jazz take him at nine. I would love then for the Jazz to move up. You know. The 10th pick from the Mavericks is apparently available. Make the trade with them and then right there, take Case and Wallace. That would be awesome. Or that's if the Jazz end up with those two, I'm I'm so happy and for those picks as well. So uh all right, let's go back to where I was talking about the mock draft that just got in right before I was ready to record again from the athletic. Um I'll just go through the order here. We get to the Jazz. Obviously, number one, they got Wimby. Number two, who are they going with? They're going with Scoot. Um, I gotta say, I do feel like if the Hornets do stay with the second pick and don't trade it, I, I would, I think they go Scoot Henderson. I think, you know, it, there's so much more that goes into players getting picked. Than, I mean, there's stuff that none of us fans have any idea with, and I'm talking about like them having their meetings with the teams and interviews and background checks and all this kind of stuff. And I think if you're after you go through all that, I just feel like Scoot Henderson is probably the guy that sh- you should feel way more comfortable with doing. Now, if the Hornets are the Hornets and decide they just they want the big guy, they're like, hey, we already got a guard. We need a big guy. Then Brandon Miller's there. I, I could see them doing that too. But to me, I feel like Scoot Henderson's going to be the bigger upside guy and ready to help them right now. All right, so in this mock, then it goes Brandon Miller to the Blazers at three. Now, here's kind of a surprise. This is another player that's been moving up in recent mocks. For the longest time in these mock drafts, it was uh, Aon Thompson right here to the Rockets at four. Well, lately it's been in the mocks, I feel like, and in this mock that I'm reading off right now, the Houston Rockets at the fourth pick go Cam Whitmore. Um, now, going back to what I was saying, if uh, hopefully the Jazz could possibly get Cam Whitmore, the Rockets, I mean, 
the fourth pick, I mean, as far as trade talks and picks available, I mean, it feels like the second, third, the fourth, the fifth picks I've heard are available. I'm not sure if the magic pick I've heard so much as available, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's available. They have two first. Maybe they aren't so bad. Like if the jazz wanted to move up, I could see them easily saying, yeah, we'll move back to nine. No problem. Well, I feel like I haven't heard a whole lot about that one being available. Anyways, so Cam Whitmore to the Rockets at four. For the Pistons at five, it is Jarese Walker, Houston uh, forward. Um, then to six, we go the Orlando Magic. This is where Eamon Thompson falls to. So, you know, that that's, you know, we always wonder. There's always somebody that's falling in these, in these drafts. And so this would be, I mean, from what it was before, that would be kind of a dra- fall for him to go in because, like I said, it felt like he was going to Houston this whole time. Uh, but if he falls to the Magic there at six, kind of a fall, but still good for them. And now here's one that, that I think Jazz fans are going to hate and kind of a surprise. I would be surprised by this. Indiana Pacers at seven, taking Taylor Hendricks, the forward from UCF. I mean, Jazz fans are all about him. I- I'm in on him. I just said that. I wouldn't about him. But, yeah, I mean, this mock draft from the Athletic – Hasn't gone seven. That's that's. I'm a little surprised by that. Um, one right here that I'm not surprised that I feel like is highly likely the Washington Wizards, who just like the Utah Jazz are in need of a point guard. Um, David Locke has said this multiple times on his podcast as well that this is this is gonna, this is where the Jazz probably wish they had fell fallen so they didn't have to worry about the Washington Wizards taking their guy. But uh, Anthony Black going to the Washington Wizards there, um, you know. I've said it a few times before on other podcasts and things I've talked about or whatever streams. I'm not, I, I understand, you know, the size and all that with Anthony black. I'm just not as sold on him. Um, you know, obviously there's talk about his scoring issues. I feel like he can work on that. He work on the shot and stuff, whatever. But I just, you know, you just got to go off your vibe, the gut feeling they say, right. You got to, I just, the gut feeling for me is just saying it's not, it's not, I'm not as sold on him as many jazz fans are. I could be totally wrong. That would be all. If he ends up with the Jazz, I hope I'm totally wrong. I hope I'm so wrong. But I'm just not feeling him. So Washington taking him and not available for the Jazz doesn't bug me so much. So for the Utah Jazz in this mock draft, this is one that I think a lot of Jazz fans would be happy with, and this would be another one of those fall-to kind of situations. Asir Thompson falls to the Jazz in this mock jacket and number nine. Six-foot-six wing guard out of the overtime elite with the G League. Um, let me just read this. This is what it's saying the scout says. Thompson is an elite athlete who impacts the game in many ways. He's a strong defender who flies around in help Wait, what? He's a strong defender who flies around in help as good rim protector and playmaker in passing lanes. So they're saying he's a strong defender. He's a strong technical on-ball defender. There we go again. Offensively, he can get out on the break and score. And in the half court, he's a sharp cutter and driver of the basket. His passing is maybe my favorite skill, especially as a secondary ball hander. As a finisher, Thompson has terrific package of touched finishes and layups in addition to above-the-rim athleticism. Uh, the guy Thompson reminds me of most is Andre Iguodala, even down to the shooting questions that Thompson will have to work through early in his career. My bet is Thompson is an impact player because of how well-rounded his game is. That's been the kind of the, the mark on Thompson is that his, his shooting Looks a little off. If you've seen any videos of him recently shooting, it does look a little crazy, but, you know, they can easily help him with that. Um, then it says the fit. The Jazz get 
get to reshape their roster now. God, they're still talking about Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell deals. That's crazy to me. Danny Ainge rebuilt the Celtics roster with a lot of size on the wing and the perimeter. Another word that comes up in conversations about the Jazz are looking for on draft night is competitiveness. They seem to be placing a premium on players who get after it every night. Shouldn't every team want a player like that? Anyways, um, my bet is they're looking for bigger wings and guards with that kind of mindset, especially with where the NBA is going. Thompson fits that billing. You know, shout out, I got to say, shout out to like NBA writers and stuff like that. I'm sorry, when I read something like that, it just honestly makes me feel like, doesn't every NBA team want that? It almost likes when you read something and there's like, this player is driven and he is driven to make your team better. Shouldn't every player getting drafted want to help the team be better? I don't know. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole rest of this stuff. Let's, as far as the picks, because we're, this is, I'm just rambling on. Let's just say that for the 16th pick, it has the Utah Jazz drafting Kobe Bufkin, 6'4 guard out of Michigan. And for the final pick, the 28th pick, they have the Jazz drafting Brandon Podzmitsky. I'm probably saying that wrong. Apologies. 6'4 guard wing out of Santa Clara. I got to say, I said it earlier and I'll say it again. You know, this mock draft, if, if the Jazz end up with all three of those players, I'd be so happy. That's that's an awesome draft right there. I said it before, then I'll say it again. I personally do not see the Jazz drafting three first-round picks. I do think that that 28th pick is not going to be with the Jazz. Either either they that means they've either traded up, or another thing to keep in mind is the Jazz could kind of use need a first-round pick next year because... Uh, basically, what's going on is the the first round pick the Jazz have next year. If it falls between one and ten, then it goes to wait. No, I feel like I have that beggar. If it's between one and ten, the Jazz keep it. If it's after ten, it goes to the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is from a deal that the Jazz did a few years ago when they traded. Was it when they traded? It had something to do with Derek Favors. Was it when they traded? I think it's when they traded Favors to the Thunder. Probably that makes a lot of sense. I. Uh, more sense than getting him back because when they got him back, I don't think they, anyways. Yeah. It was had to be when they were trading. I might be still half asleep there. I, I wish I had some folks. I mean, sometimes I usually get some comments in there, but no one's giving me comments saying, yeah, that's right. Or anything like that. Hey, forever doing, you know, if you're watching this and you want to communicate, by the way, like I said, I'm going to try and do these jazz nation dailies daily. So this is a chance to talk with me in the, the comments. There's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube streaming there. I wish there was a way to do like Instagram live with this things. I don't, I, it doesn't give me the option to stream it there. I wish it would. And I can't pull up Instagram live on my phone because this is my way of pulling up information. So kind of screwed on that. Anyways, um, let's just wrap that up for today's episode of the jazz nation daily. I, again, going to try my best to do this every day. I feel like this is just a cool way to, you know, give out some new, some new news that's breaking with the Jazz Nation stuff is from Jazz Nation news, Jazz news, uh, NBA news, and things like that. And uh, it gives me a way just to remind people of things that I've got going on. Again, one final time, mention again, one week from today is the NBA draft. The Utah Jazz are not doing a draft party at the arena, but Jazz Nation, us here, will be doing a 
broadcast, a live stream, if you will. So if you're watching this right now on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, uh, one week from today, you'll also be able to watch the draft on those platforms as well with us. I, again, unfortunately, will not be on there. I will be out of town with my wife. We're going to San Jose to see the Blink-182 concert. So excited for that. But my assistant to the host, the guy that's there with me on my podcast, Will Wonder, he'll be on there and he'll have some friends, special guests talking with him, and they'll just be reacting to the picks and if there's any trades and things like that. So you'll have an opportunity to get on there and um, – chat with him and you know if he feels lucky maybe he'll send you an invite so you can actually get onto the broadcast so that hopefully that would be cool for him to do that another thing i would like to remind you of is to check out jazz nation on patreon patreon.com forward slash jazz nation patreon spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n it is a website where you can help support uh all of the work that i do and all of the things that i'm trying to do it's uh six dollars a month we're gonna have exclusive interviews on there for you to watch um, right now we have an exclusive interview with Walker Kessler. It was it was such a fun interview to do with him. He was so funny. He's an open book. Um, I I'm telling you, I know we, a lot of us jazz fans. We've seen almost every Walker Kessler interview there is out there. There's questions I feel like we did in this interview that are not on any other one. So if you wanted to learn more about Walker Kessler, it's going to be on there for you. Um, the way it works with those interviews, by the way, is so they'll be exclusive on the Patreon page for two weeks, and once those two weeks are up it'll go on to the podcast platforms. The difference is, is on the Patreon page, that interview you're watching on there is is uncut, no ads, unedited. It is every question and every answer that was done in that interview. When it's free and it's going to be on the YouTube page and podcast platforms, it's going to be edited down. There's going to be some questions that are not going to be on there. And then, then of course, there's going to be ads on there as well. So if you hate ads and interviews, if you want to hear all the questions, go to that Patreon page. Again, only only $6 for the whole month for that. Um, not only do you get the exclusive interviews, but when we do interviews, I put it out there saying, hey, I need some questions. You'll have a chance to submit your questions, things like that. So check it out, patreon.com slash jazznation. Of course, make sure you're following all our pages on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, the YouTube page. Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor FM. Um, if there's some other places, by the way, that you that you catch your podcast and say, hey, you need to add it to this, let me know so I can get it added on there as well. My name is Daniel. I am the admin of all those Jazz Nation pages. I appreciate you for joining me today. Hope you all have a great Thursday. And uh, I guess that's it. Bye now. <laughs>